What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This happened about a year ago in my first semester of college. I went to art school in New York City, and my sweetmates and I had a craving for fast food around 12.30 a.m. We decided on a McDonald's down the street. It was me, my sweetmate Kat, and her boyfriend Tom. We ordered our food. Kat and I decided to split a shit ton of chicken nuggets and pick a table by the door. Tom and Kat are sitting next to each other holding hands as couples do, and I'm sitting there being the awkward third wheel and gorging myself on chicken nuggets. In walks a slightly disheveled gentleman who starts to wander aimlessly in the direction of the register. We think nothing of him. I watch as he goes to order his food and turn back to my friends to chat. Suddenly, Cat mutters, Anna, behind you. So... I turned around, and there's a slightly disheveled gentleman again. This time, he's holding a flashlight. I turn back around a cat and shrug, figuring it's just some harmless weirdo. I feel a tap on my shoulder, so I turn around again, and the guy asks, The light isn't working in the men's room. Can any of you hold this flashlight while I use the toilet? Uh, seriously? Cat, being the nicest and most outgoing person of the group, responds first. Maybe you should tell an employee that the lights don't work. I bet they can figure it out for you. I'll only be a minute, the guy mutters and holds the flashlight out to us. Could one of you just hold this while I pee? He insisted. Tom answered next as I was determined to ignore the man. No, just go ask an employee to fix the lights. But I'll only be... The man began again, but I interrupted him with a firm, Fuck off! It was a weird situation, made only weird to win. As we were leaving, Kat said, He never went into the bathroom in the first place. How would he know the lights didn't work? When I was about six or seven... I used to take swimming lessons in a local pool after finishing school twice a week on Wednesday and Fridays. On Fridays, mom would take me into McDonald's to get a milkshake as a treat afterwards. I'd sit and drink my shake, then we'd head home, no problems. But this day, this day was different. I'd finish my shake and went to the toilet before we left. So when I went, into the ladies restroom on my own as I usually did. I noticed one stall was locked and thought nothing of it. Went in a second, did my thing, flushed, and noticed a person in the other stall was unlocking the door too. I hadn't heard them flush. I turned around and it was a man, old, disgusting and tall. Why was he there? I innocently said, This is for ladies only, mister. And he said, Why do you think I'm in here, little girl? 
It's music to my ears. Where's your mommy? He took a few strands of my hair and twirled them between his grim fingers and reached a hand to grab me by the shoulder. I shook out of his grip and ran as fast as I could back to mom, crying. I told her what happened. She told an attendant, but by the time they checked, he'd managed to slip out unnoticed and into the busy street. I hope he never managed to get his hands on any little girls. Creepy toilet guy, let's not meet. It was the midsummer on a Sunday when I planned to meet one of my girlfriends in San Bernardino. This happened to me a year ago. I was 15 at the time and dressed in a pretty provoking manner. I wore Cortez shoes, khaki dickies, big shirts, the usual Latino gang attire. No one really wanted to fuck with me, especially since I'm a pretty big guy, 200 pounds big, 5'11", and I have a mean look. Bald head and a thin scar that reaches down the side of my face from a fight I got into before. I also have a few amateur, self-inflicted tattoos down my forearms and hands that are pretty meaningless, but more creepy and ugly. I also know how to fight. I've been in boxing ever since I got out of the psychiatric hospital in Chino Hills. Back to the story. I took the bus to visit one of my girlfriends. I got to her house in the morning, about 11. She complained she texted me but I had no messages from her. I left her house about six and caught the last bus home. I thought I was home free until the driver told me that the bus was out of service. The sun was beginning to go down and it was dark when the bus driver left. I pulled out my phone to call my mom. I had an unread message from my phone company saying my phone service was being disconnected because of non-payment. Fucking great. This is probably why the girl's text messages weren't going through. Now, I'm stuck in the middle of the most poverty-stricken counties with no way to contact my parents or even get home. I was in front of a theater by Regal San Bernardino 14 and RPX behind the Carousel Mall. A few people loitering at the bus stop rushed me and asked if I was selling dope. I really wasn't surprised. I walked away and was spooked by a homeless lady, throwing bottles and screaming at the top of her lungs for no apparent reason. I ran a block away, looking for a payphone, a way to call my parents. I reached a McDonald's, where I was planning on calling my parents with their free Wi-Fi, but my phone died when I got there. I paid for a drink and sat down. I was so helpless. I looked around to see if I can ask anyone if I could use their phone to call my mom. There was a man sitting, a table over. He was alone. I approached him and asked if I can use his phone. He said yes as I frantically dialed my house phone. My mom answered and said she was on her way to pick me up. This man told me to sit with him, to calm down and eat a burger with him that he ordered. When I went to refill my cup, I glanced over and saw him putting something into the burger he placed on my side. I sat back down with him and told him I wasn't hungry. He sat alright and placed it on a tray, not touching it again.
He was an old man. He had glasses and was pretty fit for his age, and he was missing his pinky and his index finger on his right hand, which made him eat fries really abnormally. He ate really fast, as if someone was going to take away his food, swallowing it without even chewing. He was probably 50 years old, or a little more. He told me he was Siberian, working for a government project. He said he gets a lot of money, and he has a white Mercedes-Benz outside. He offered me a ride home, where I declined and told him my mother was already coming. He gave me a creepy smirk, which rang chills down my spine and hairs on my neck stand up. I was about to flip shit. I wanted to beat the shit out of him. I was furious. Why was he doing this to me? I thought this only happened in movies. I'm a big guy. No one should be messing with me. Look at my tattoos. Look at my appearance. You shouldn't fuck with me. I heard my mom's voice as the front door opened and I felt calm. I got up and waved goodbye. My mom and I were at a red light when I noticed a white Mercedes Benz roll up behind my mom's car. This isn't a usual car to see in this poverty stricken area, so I was pretty sure it was the man. I thought he was going a different direction, but once my mom got on a freeway, I knew he was following us. Each lane we crossed, he did. The exit we got out of, he did. I didn't want to alarm my mom, so I asked her if she can stop at the store so I can buy us some chips. We pulled into the parking lot as I saw the man drive off, noticing the shine of light off his glasses. I wasn't being paranoid. When my mom drove me home, I didn't notice any car trailing us. As we pulled into the driveway, I noticed a Mercedes pass by. How in the fuck? I was freaking out as I noticed a shine of light off his glasses. Now he knew where I lived. I didn't tell my family anything. I was sure I was going to give my dad a heart attack. He wasn't in the best conditions. My mother was already stressing about it and my brothers were too young. I had a gun under my mattress that I used to feel tough. But I knew I needed it now more than ever. I was a black sheep in the family, so I was usually left home alone. I heard my blue-nosed pit bull barking in the front yard. I looked outside the window and noticed a man passing by trying to secretly take pictures of my house. I saw his car pass by my house a few minutes after. This happened the next day. It happened a few times and stopped. When I was with my homeboys after school a month after, I noticed a Mercedes parked on the opposite side of the road from where I usually exit school. It was after detention, so no one was around. I knew it was him because I can see the shine of light on his glasses. I told my friends, since it was about eight of us cholo-looking teenagers. My homies joked before when I told them about this guy, saying I'm crazy and that they'll beat his ass if they see him. My homeboys immediately ran over to the car, and my friend Doughboy pulled out a gun from his backpack. I was frozen with adrenaline and fear. I knew he was bluffing because the gun is never loaded. It's just for show, or... Was it? I debate that to this day. Keep in mind, 
After this, it's a dispute between us. No cops can be involved. I can't call the cops on him anymore. What am I going to say? We pulled a gun out on him. We threatened to kill him. We can't even prove that he's been stalking me. Besides, it's my word against this old man who was rumored to work for the government. I also have a police and mental health record, so I was definitely unreliable and I was going to go back to the loony bin or back to juvie if the cops find out. I was scared shitless, but at the same time, my heart started pumping faster and faster. It was a mixture of adrenaline and fear because I don't want to go back to the loony bin or back to JDAC. We surrounded the car, and Doughboy signaled for the man to roll down his window with the gun pointed at him. He put the window down. He had a smirk as Doughboy literally put the gun to his neck. He had his phone in one hand, trying to hide it, and Doughboy picked it up. It was an iPhone, set at recording from its lock screen. There was only one video. We looked at the video, and it was us. Walking out of school, the camera zooming in on me. The video stopped recording when we ran towards the car. Doughboy deleted the video and told the man these exact words that I'll remember forever. You old sack of shit, you better stop creeping out my homeboy, I'll blow your fucking brains out. I'll do it right now, he said, cocking the trigger back. I can see this old man turn pale with fear, but I don't want to ruin your nice car. Now, leave before I change my mind. I don't ever see you around here again. Anywhere near this town, I own these streets, bitch. P.I.C. Doughboy, 909's finest. We pulled Doughboy off as the man drove off. I never saw him again. It's been a year and a half since this happened, and I never told anyone about this except for my homies. I still sleep with a gun under my pillow. And I have hellish nightmares about the man eating fries with three fingers. But I'm glad. I'm glad I'm still alive. Because most people don't live through stuff like this. Second, I'm glad to have some erratic, gang-banging friends. Third, I'm glad I never saw that man after that. So, creepy rich stalker Siberian old man that I met at McDonald's. Let's not meet again. For your own safety and mine. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.